0: Hello, and welcome to The Verge Cast, the flagship podcast of TheVerge.com. Today's episode is very special because literally everyone is remote. So I am here. I'm Neela Patel. I'm in upstate New York. Paul Miller is here. Where are you, Paul?
1: I'm in the studio. Where are you
0: guys? <laughs> Paul's <laughs> all alone. Ready to do a Verge Cast. <laughs> uh, Lauren Good is here. Lauren, where are you?
2: I am in Palo Alto.
3: And Dieter Bone is here. Dieter seems very angry. Where are you, Dieter? Uh, I'm just I'm just angry in general. No, I'm in I'm in our San Francisco office. I'm I'm only technically remote. Okay, okay. So we're here. It's good. We're good. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's been. I will say it has been an absolutely bonkers week uh, at The Verge. We've done so much stuff. Um, I want to shout out like our other section. So the science section this week has been incredible. Uh, You should go read uh Alessandra potenza's piece on kava which is a bitter root that you mash into water and then drink and it's a muscle relaxant but it might also destroy your liver so you gotta really balance that one out go read that um the transportation section this week just out of control all the self-driving cars oh they they literally just found all the self-driving cars in america and then had them drive them around so andy hawkins went to pittsburgh drove an uber self-driving car Tamara warren uh, went and rode around in Ford's self-driving car and actually spoke to the CEO of Ford, uh, Mark Field. So just a big week around the site, entertainment section, cranking away as always. But I just want to call them out because this podcast, what we have been working on for the past week, people on the show, is obviously a flood of Apple news and a little bit of exploding Samsung news. Um, <laughs> just, just a little smidge. And right as we actually went on air here, um, Samsung has officially recalled the Note 7. Um, they I think have you should say finally officially. Finally. Yeah, it's true. Um, finally, after way too long, they have recalled the Note 7. So if you have a Note 7, this is like public safety announcement. Go like go to Samsung.com. There's a banner at the top of the screen. Or go back to where you bought it and trade it in. You can get a new one with a new battery. You can get an S7 or an S7 Edge for free. Samsung now, literally this is breaking minutes ago. Um, Samsung has 92 reports of the battery overheating in the United States, including 26 reports of burns, 55 reports of property damage, including fires in cars and a garage. let like, just stop using your note seven. And there's stats out there in the world that people are just still using them at the same rate as before, which is a story we ran today as well. So if you're listening to this, and you have a note seven, you've been very brave. We commend you. Go get a different phone. Uh, if you know somebody with a note seven, go get a different phone. So, I just want to talk about that for five minutes and we can do all the Apple stuff. Is it, this is the note seven is no longer a viable device, right? Is anyone going to buy a note seven after this?
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> it is remarkable how quickly a uh, phone that's on fire can burn down your brand. They're going to have a hard time recovering. <laughs> I think. Right. Samsung. I mean,
0: no, I think my big question is, is it the
3: note? Samsung
0: had a big opportunity in this cycle with the note. Which we reviewed very highly. Dan thought it's a great phone. It is a yep. beautiful piece of hardware, except for the exploding, you know. And Apple took this year off in terms of design. They iterated the the iPhone six design. They could they could have come and they have you know. I know everyone's laughing. at the headphone jack, but they have a headphone. Like there's things to market about their phone that are. Clearly differentiated from Apple's phones,
1: except it blows up. I I, th- I think the danger yeah. for Samsung here, and I, I really I don't know how how badly this will affect, but you know how people still sometimes sometimes call their phone a Droid. Yeah. Uh, it's not called the Note Seven; it's the Samsung Galaxy Note Seven. And I really yeah. I really feel like a lot of people call them Galaxy, or my Galaxy phone, and. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's got that curved edge screen. It's got a lot of Galaxy-style features. It really hurts, I think, the whole Galaxy brand, at least.
0: Yeah, because as far as we can tell, the S7 has not been exploding. It's just the Note. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it just seems like Samsung had this opportunity. And whether or not they could have capitalized on the opportunity, who knows? And whether or not their attempt to capitalize on the opportunity would have been successful, who knows? But they certainly do not have the opportunity anymore, right? Like, it's gone. And the Mm -hmm. question is, like, is it?
3: They had they responded, I think, basically within 24 hours uh, saying, oh, yeah, no, uh, we're going to do sort of a thing. You can go trade it in sort of a soft recall. And it took them a really long time to get to this, like, formal official start turning the wheels of the consumer government to like, do a full-on formal recall. We actually ran a story earlier today uh, before they went formal with this full recall of saying people are being dumb and still using their Note phones. Um, the other thing that they have been, I think, remarkably slow on is how widespread this is. Now, you could say the difference between like, 30 out of however many million they sold or 92 over out of however many million they sold is like a tiny percentage, but once you've got numbers creeping up to 100 and you've got, like, Jeeps and garages burning down, like, that's a thing that you should not have messed around with. And um, I think in retrospect, they're really going to regret not having moved more decisively right away.
0: Yeah. And the question is, like, compared to previous battery incidents, the one I keep thinking about is 2006 when Sony made lithium ion batteries were exploding Apple laptops, Dell laptops, Sony laptops. It took months for the Sony battery recall to happen. And eventually it became like Dell recalled 4.1 million batteries, which at the time was the biggest consumer recall ever. So this is definitely a tighter timeline, but Samsung definitely like dilly-dallied for a minute. They, They didn't quite fess up to the seriousness of having phones in people's pockets and everywhere with them and like going, like lighting up. Like they... They went through the process, but the, it didn't seem like they had the urgency. And now it finally seems like they do.
3: Yeah.
0: This is a sad story. Look, if you have a note,
2: don't use it. Try, stop. Don't, don't using use it, it.
0: Like, trade it in. Don't use uh, it. Corey Sika in the New York office, if anyone's listening to this, find Corey, take his phone, throw it away. Because um, he refuses to. Why stop is he still it.
2: using it? Oh, my goodness. It's
0: convenient. I mean, this is like the problem, right? You totally depend on your phone and you never believe that anything bad is going to happen to you.
1: So. What, right. what, what, are you going to use Except. a Note 5, like people in the <laughs> olden times? Like, what am I
2: going to wear a seatbelt? Like,
1: guys, come on. Um, you can see a
2: tweet that went viral yesterday where someone, someone said, uh, we have an exploding galaxy and we have an iPhone without a headphone jack that is basically the perfect metaphor for this year's election. <laughs> 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 I think That's you all great. can figure out who is who. No, no it's, it's,
0: don't don't say it. Exercise for the listener. Please don't <laughs> tweet it <at> out. <us. laughs> uh, yeah, I just said I uh, you know the 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 S7 is only about 6 months old. So Samsung has 6 months presumably before they put another S series Galaxy phone and they're just going to have to deal <laughs> with Which, it. Which by the way is it, going to
3: be the Galaxy Samsung Galaxy S8, comma, the successor to the phone that exploded in every single news article about it.
0: Right. I mean, they're just going. someone in every piece. uh, We're going to write it. Hopefully they don't explode because that's (laughs) what people think about Samsung phones. But we'll see if it fades over over the next six months. It is, I will say, it's just a shame because the Note 7 is a good phone, except for the exploding. It's just
2: except for the exploding and their lack of transparency because that really the exploding battery enough creates a sense of distrust among consumers. But then just feeling like you don't really know what's going on with it or yeah. whether it's officially recalled for an extended period of time is not good either.
3: Yeah. Meanwhile, the, you know, the other uh, thing to the compare other to, top two. Go ahead, Dieter. No, I was going to say, meanwhile, the other top two <laughs> stories on our website right now are T Mobile is telling iPhone 6, 6 Plus, and SE users that if you update to iOS 10, you're not going to be able to connect to their network. So don't. And if you use the GIF search in uh, iOS uh, 10 iMessage, there's a, you know, Halfway decent chance you're just going to get some hardcore porn showing up. <laughs> like, it's a bad day for phones. Today yeah, is a it's very really different different. bad day for phones. Yeah.
0: The T-Mobile thing is ridiculous. Just flat yeah. out ridiculous. Um, and I actually, I don't remember who was in the office yesterday, uh, told me that they had updated their phone to iOS 10 and now their T-Mobile
1: sucked. So, so it's real. So, um, so here's the thing, though. I'm having the, the T-Mobile problem. It was dropping before I updated to iOS 10.
0: Yeah, so it gave everybody unlimited data, and then, uh, no, I don't know.
1: Um, I, I do, It goes to, like, no network, and t- you like you have to, like, restart your phone, and that, sometimes that works. Well, every once in a while, turning it like airplane mode on and off works, but it's typically you have to restart your phone to get back on the network.
2: Wait, but, he Paul, f- I have a bigger question, which is, so you still use your phone as a phone? What do you mean? I'm just kidding. That was a really bad joke. Nobody laughed. No, no, yeah, so no. You're talking about, obviously you're talking about <laughs> cellular data, but
1: also decide. I, I, no, I
2: no, I'm going to stop. I'm gonna I gonna have stop.
1: not <laughs> failed <laughs> uh, to your point. I have not failed to make a phone call or receive a phone call because I have not tried to make a phone call and nobody's tried to call me. Okay. Don't, don't think I'm some fuddy duddy making phone calls. I love phone calls, <laughs> but, but definitely just be very m- clear. We're all on phone calls Right now. Well, Skype.
2: No, we're on Skype. I've De- def- definitely can I missed some
1: text messages and it's kind of, it kind of sucks. Because you don't, can, your phone doesn't like alert you when you have no service. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's a pretty, it's a pretty sad scenario. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm pretty mad and I'm having a bad time and I thought it was just me. And now that I read about this T-Mobile problem, I'm angry and I want a bit of a rebate. Also, yeah. can I talk more about T-Mobile? Went in yeah. to trade in my phone, get that free quote unquote iPhone 7. And they uh, you got to get on that new unlimited plan.
0: Yep. That's how they get you.
1: So they got me. So I'm they going from you. sixty dollars a month to seventy-five dollars a month, but yeah. well, unlimited, guys. Carriers imagine, back, dude.
3: imagine it.
1: Unlimited. <laughs> Can't wait till you try and
3: tether on that thing. That's going to be a blast for you,
1: um. yeah, Deeter. But guess what? Unlimited, <laughs> except with limits. <laughs> Very specific limits, and also no, see, also, and also no. It's service.
3: not unlimited. It's uncarrier unlimited, and the double un creates a negative.
0: And you unservice actually uh, limited. Yeah, it's a uh, carrier limited. And unservice. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, can I tell you uh, a secret? When well, when, yeah. Dieter, when Dieter when moved to San Francisco, uh, mm-hmm. both of us were like because we, we sat next to each other in New York. And we talked all day. Uh, so when he moved to San Francisco, we practiced making phone calls so that we would know how. Yeah. Because we hadn't done it. We had to, like, practice hanging up and, like, ending the phone call at the appropriate
2: time. Oh, my goodness. You know He's you know, like, like, we're going to have to get good at this. And I was <laughs> – I and mean, you know, the really crazy hard. thing about this is that both of you guys are married. So at some point, yeah. I imagine you had to, ha- like, maintain a relationship involving phone calls <laughs> to a point where, you know – you were able to keep things going. Uh, no nah, man, I, like I, courted, I, courted, like, I had a long, I had Gchat. a
3: long-distance relationship <laughs> for the first year that I dated uh, my wife. We just didn't, we just didn't talk on the phone for that year because <laughs> talking on the phone is too freaking hard.
0: Yeah, now Becky and I both lived in Chicago when we were dating, and we definitely uh, dated over G Chat.
2: <laughs> so so maybe really that Google really was like a blue new thing.
0: Messaging so bad, G Chat is like yeah. a very warm, romantic spot in my heart, and it's gone. <laughs> Nobody uses it anymore. <laughs> Every now and again, Becky hits me in the G-chat. And I'm like, oh, the fire's back.
2: <laughs> well, now, you really, you, well, now you guys got, have an abundance of phone calls because yeah. there's so much going on that you basically can't get off the phone with each yeah, other. Yeah, we've been on
0: the phone a lot. So, okay, let's get off the sad stuff, the exploding <laughs> yeah, phones, yeah. the carriers that don't work. Let's get on the fun stuff. Um, and Lauren, I know you, you might have to go a little bit earlier, so I want to start with the watch because you have the new uh, Apple Watch Series 2, you've reviewed it. I'm going to throw this out there. I think Lauren's review and video of the Series 2, one of the best videos we have ever made. It's so good. So go watch that. Um, I've been running watchOS 3. I love watchOS 3. I think it's great. It's. I was saying to Dan Seifert earlier, it's still like a little useless to have a smartwatch. Like, it's fine, but it's now it's like a fun useless. It's like a fun gadget useless, you know. And I, I'm into it. It's not fighting me anymore. But what 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 do you think?
2: So first off, thank you. Those are super kind words. And um, this, I'm not just saying this, but I also think while you're looking at videos, you should go check out Eye's iPhone 7 video because that is flipping fantastic and. Clearly, I have picked the wrong category of things to review in my life because like gets to go to bars and like eat these <laughs> awesome burgers, and like I'm like I'm trying to swim 500 yards in a pool and not die. Do you
1: do you think you burned as many calories in your video as Neilah consumed in his video?
2: I mean, it's quite possible because I that was the same compelling. beer in all
0: the shots. I carried that high life for like an hour and a half.
2: <laughs> that burger looked delicious, though. Really I never did. ate I it. it. We
0: took so many pictures of it. It got cold and gross.
2: Aww. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the point of the, the watch was to work out with it because Apple has is officially positioning it as a health and fitness tracker. When it first came out, it was like, look, we made a smartwatch. And by the way, you can track your activity with it because that's become very popular now. And this time they were like, oh, new one has built-in GPS. You don't need to do your phone with you anymore for GPS. We've improved the water resistance. We added swim workout options. Now, when you go into like the other workout options, you can name it something specific and here are like a list of 26 exercises you could possibly ever want to do. And like they just, and they, they did like social sharing in the activity app now, which they hadn't done before. but. I wrote in the review, it's kind of a testament to what other activity tracking companies have been doing, like follow your friends and support your friends and all that stuff. So it's a fitness tracker. But interestingly, since that review came out, a lot of people have written into us or tweeted at us and said, are you guys going to review the version one watch with the updated processor? Because Apple is also still doing the first Apple watch that they announced in 2015, And it's a little bit less expensive. It's $269, but they updated the processor. So hopefully it's not as slow. So there are still people out there that are like, hey, that's great. There's this GPS Apple Watch now, but I'm still interested in the $269 one with the supposedly faster processor. And how does that work? So I think at some point we're going to have to take another look at that too.
1: It's $100 less, right?
2: It is $100 less. Yeah. And by the way, uh, that is still, if you're just looking for a basic activity tracker or wrist wearable, $269 is still more expensive than, like, almost everything we looked at. Like, like Dieter and Dan and I went through the edits, and we were like, oh, okay, you know, it's more expensive than Pebble, it's more expensive than the Samsung Gear Fit 2, it's more expensive than the Microsoft Band, which we don't even know if that still exists in its current form, or will continue to exist. Um, It's more expensive than, like, a bunch of Android watches and, like, and all this stuff, so it's still pricey, but... I mean, Apple's always going to charge a premium, and I think some people are still going to be willing to pay that just to say they have an Apple Watch.
1: Yeah. Here's here's my question. This is maybe a little tangential. Uh, I felt like the most Apple-like moment in the the keynote, other than the the word courage, which is great, (laughs) uh, was when they demonstrated the speaker ejecting the water. Yeah, and I see that you've noticed you noted this in your review. Is, is, does anything else do that? Is, is that just Apple being absolutely brilliant, or am I just unaware of how how things are waterproofed? Because that just it, I just got like little tingles. I was like, oh yes, we we solved water ejection. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of
2: cool well, when you think so about. other waterproof gadgets
1: of- don't
3: need to eject mm-hmm. the water because it could just flow out because their speaker holes aren't like small and weird, but. I guess I haven't seen other smartwatches that would also have small speaker holes that are also fully waterproof that like I don't know what else would even need to do that at this point.
0: Well, yeah, Lauren was saying something. What are you saying, Lauren?
2: Oh no, it's okay. Um so that's exactly theaters exactly right, which is part of the 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 value proposition of the Apple Watch is well, you can use siri with it right and you can speak into it if you get a phone call not that anyone wants to make an entire phone call through their wrist but you know you have these options of voice control and listening to things through it so they had to leave the speakers in whereas with something like a waterproof garmin like they're they they do not put microphones and speakers in their watches for the most part or possibly at all i'm not quite sure so you're right in that like Apple had to keep the ports. They couldn't just say, well, let's get rid of the ports. They could have, of course, but they opted not, like, they didn't want to get rid of all the ports to fully waterproof it in that way. They had to leave the ports as part of the smartwatch experience. So it is kind of brilliant. that They were just, their next line of thinking was obviously, well, then how do we just push the water out? And I I personally have never seen any other watch or wearable that says we're going to create a mechanism built inside of it, along with all the other components we have to fit into this tiny little thing. It basically dumps the water out.
0: Yeah, I can't wait nuts. for the like I fix it teardown where they run that mechanism in like ultra slow motion so we can see how it works. Because totally. I was expecting it to like try and thump, like make a bass sound, but it, it's more of like a mid range tone. It's a really weird sound.
2: It's kind of tinny. It sounds a little bit like a mosquito.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I guess a, it's a tiny speaker. Wait, so wait, maybe I thump. can
2: do it right now. I don't know if I yeah, can do it. it. Let me, let me. Oh, and then we'll do the big like reveal. Okay, so I, I just waterlocked it. I'm going to take it off and hold it up next to my ear. It is waterlocked at the moment. Let's see. Let me know if you guys... Uh, wait, this is a silly question. I'm wearing the AirPods.
0: There's the reveal. Wait.
2: Oh, my God, this whole time. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, Yeah, but wait, what side is the... Uh, I don't even know. Hold on one second. I don't know what time. What side the uh, uh, microphone so, is on? Is the so, microphone uh, well, on both Lauren, sides of
0: Lauren is doing this.
2: Okay, I'm gonna okay, point I it, out. I got it. Ready? Ready? I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the water thing. Okay. Do you hear that? Yeah. It sounds like a dot yeah, matrix Yeah. Wow.
0: Button. It's just. It's like one of those. It's a weird technology sound that hasn't existed in a long time. It's neat. Um, but for the listener, <laughs> there's the big reveal. Lauren has been talking to you through her AirPods this whole time. I bet you didn't even notice, or you did notice. Whichever one it is, you were right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Lauren, you're, you're wearing the AirPods, and you wore them with the watch. So I wore them a bunch with the phone. We talk about it later, but you wore them with the watch specifically for like running around and stuff. Uh, how how they do?
2: Yeah, they they did surprisingly well. So we Neil and I both have a pair. Walt Mossberg has a pair, and we are not going to be reviewing them until we get full ready production units because right now we have pre production units. Uh, some people have put up reviews already. My advice would be I mean you can read them if you want but wait for ours right and yeah. I think our our audio guys are going to be really they're going to get really into this too. That said, my overall experience so far has been surprisingly positive. I when Apple first announced them, I thought this is ridiculous. They Apple has come up with a $160 solution that, that for the removal of the headphone jack that um look like you have like mini cigarettes hanging out of your ears. <laughs> and And then I put them in, and I paired them with the iPhone. And then once I paired them with the iPhone, they automatically paired with Watch. And I was like, "Wow, that's pretty cool." And then I, they, it's a little bit of a struggle to pair them with my old 2012 MacBook Pro, but that's a whole other story. And then I, and now I've been switching between the Watch and the phone, and like it's crazy. Like you just take them out of the little case, little dental floss case, and you pop them in your ears, and they're just paired. There, I have not had to repair them. Um, when I take them out of the case, I get a little pop-up on the iPhone that shows me how much battery life is left. The case charges them, so you throw them in the case, you don't think about it, that they're charging. Um, obviously, they're Bluetooth, so they're working over Bluetooth, and they will work with other things. But this W1 chip that Apple has created and the whole sort of the, the, like, the passivity, is that the right word? The passiveness of the experience of them has been has impressed me quite a bit so far. What did you think? Did people notice when you wore them, by the way, were people like stopping you on the street and asking you, you know, are those, no, really? No,
0: A a man in New York city walking in the street wearing giant white earrings. Surprisingly, no one, no one pays attention. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's just like a thing. Uh, The one person when I was writing, um, I was writing the iPhone review. I was sitting in a coffee shop for a long time writing it. And the only person who noticed was the barista. Um, And I think it's because I kept buying coffee and they like rolling up with these things in my ears. Um, but then they were very excited. Uh, but, uh, no, no one, no one really paid attention, but I I think that might just be a New York thing. Um, I, they're fine. I don't think they sound great. I think they sound just like the ear pods and the ear pods to me have never sounded great. Um, I also find the earpod shape to be tiring in my ears. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm actually wearing the wired ear pods right now to do this podcast. um, And, like, I can just, it's just the shape of my ears, right? Like, they don't fit well. So um, after a while, I think they kind of get a little tiring. But that's me. I think there are people out there who, like, love them. And they're really interesting. They're among the most interesting products Apple's ever put out. They're really forward-thinking. I think that Bluetooth W1 stuff, it's worth, I think we'll probably, when we get to the phone, I really want to talk about it in detail. Like, the fact that Apple is, like, extending Bluetooth in this way is fascinating, and it's great that they did it. Um, but
3: I, I think it's you just, you might, you might say they also embraced Bluetooth, uh, by sticking with it and now they're yeah, And then
0: soon it. they'll extinguish it. You might say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, I, I think it's a little, it's, it, it's not a problem with the watch, you know, it's like, it doesn't bother me. The watch is like a, a small thing, but with the phone, if you're going to take away the open audio connector, the headphone jack, and then you're going to also own the biggest headphone company in the, in the, in the game in beats. And then you're going to say our products are going to work best, and everyone else gets the old experience. Like I don't know. I just don't know if that's like particularly. F- it's it, totally within Apple's product. Would have to do been it, nice
1: if they'd said, "And we will be licensing the W one just like. screw it. I mean, just you like can say, we Look, do. If you can fun.
0: build, if you yourself can build a chip that can talk to our APIs. This is like down a total wormhole. I actually, I want to finish talking about the watch and we can, we can come back to this. I, I have no, many, I, many, I like um, this
2: conversation a lot because I hadn't really thought about that idea of them licensing the W1 and saying, here, have at it, make some stuff. We're still going to make but it I, but
0: I don't think it's, that's fine. You know, Apple's got its own Silicon team. Like that's fine. They built their own chip. But if you look at the other half of the equation, right, there's the, there's the chip in the headphones. And then in iOS 10, my 6S now has that new experience with the any W1 headphones. Uh, Macs running Sierra have that experience. Watches updated to WatchOS 3 have that experience. So there's an enormous platform software side component to this as well. And they could just say to everyone else, like, here are, here's the API to connect to the better pairing experience. If you can build a chip that competes with ours, have at it. Um, and maybe they'll say that. And I pushed the company very hard on that. And they were really receptive to being pushed. It's Apple, so they said nothing in return. But they weren't surprised that I was asking those questions, and maybe they weren't surprised because they know that I'm on this tear about open audio interconnect standards. Because you know, sometimes you got to get on a tear about open audio interconnect standards. But mm-hmm. but they weren't surprised, and they said, "Look, you know, we're Apple. We do everything in secret. We haven't had we didn't the stuff wasn't out, so we can't talk about it. And now the partners are going to come talk to us, and we'll have those serious conversations when we have them." And we're not making any promises, but we'll have. You know it's like they know; they know that that's a thing. If you're if you're going to exist in the, in the wireless world, they keep calling it the wireless world. By the way, really? um, the world by nature is wireless, so <laughs> it's kind of like a metaphysical <laughs> issue. Um, but uh, they, you know, they know that like Bluetooth is bad, and they built an extension of Bluetooth to make it better. The AirPods are very impressive. There's I didn't notice like any latency issues. I think if you play games, there's like latency issues, but whatever. I mean they're wireless, they'll get better. So it's they, they took the big jump. And the question is whether them taking the jump as the big important platform vendor, if they're gonna bring the rest of the world with them or if they're just
1: gonna keep preferencing themselves. Can can I tell you guys a couple of stories from from the other side? Yeah. Yes. How us people who don't review Apple products live. Mm-hmm. So Literally, the day of the Apple announcement onward, I've started walking away from my computer or phone while I still have my headphones plugged in. So the other day, like I like um, knocked a Diet Coke off my desk. Um, almost my laptop almost fell off a table. Um, so it's been really dangerous, and it's a weird subconscious thing t- pushing me toward. You know, I was programmed probably like Manchurian Candidate style uh, by the keynote. <laughs> To want wireless headphones, so today in the mail I get some wireless headphones from a company for for, for review, and I won't say it's not under embargo, but I'm not gonna say the name of the company because I, I need to talk to them and and figure out what's going on because it didn't come with like a manual or anything. And I'm like, this is great, they're wireless, but they also come with a cable. I could get best of both worlds. There's like four cables in the box. I have no. I plug one of them into my computer, what? and it's only in mono for some reason. I don't know what's happening. And so I push the Bluetooth button. I guess I guess I'll just go wireless. Push the Bluetooth button, it's like please install our app. Oh no.
2: <laughs> and
1: so you've gotta like install an app and I can't and then and then when you have the app open, if you try to push the connect button in the app, nothing happens. They're not showing up j- on my iPhone. Jab- was it Jabra? was it, was
2: it Jabra? No, I'm not gonna name there names. You go. okay. But it's
1: um it's just like I I have not I, I It's it's bad. It's bad, especially especially because we're seeing this wave. And if you look at Circuit Breaker lately, it's like every other post is a new headphone. Like like a bunch of headphone companies have have seen this as their moment to announce a weird new kind of headphone. And so there's a lot of headphone companies trying to add a bunch of crazy features, but a lot of them end up needing some sort of app and that that doesn't make the bluetooth process better it makes it even worse than yeah. it is already i mean
2: here's the thing about what you just said that's that stood out to me everything you said was very intelligent um a very intelligent observation but what jumped out at me is they didn't come in the manual headphones should not come with a the manual they shouldn't need a manual right? you should just take them out and be like you plug them in and you pop them in your ears or if they're wireless you look at them and you go oh okay there's the three button mic mic and remote And here's where I plug in a little micro USB to charge them. And, and you go on with your life. You know what I mean? Like should be, there should be an L and an R. And you're like, (laughs) great.
0: Yeah. You know, what's interesting is the, um, you know, the iPhone has Apple pay. It has an NFC chip in it. And a bunch of Android manufacturers do NFC Bluetooth pairing, which generally in my experience has worked. I wouldn't say great, but it's worked well enough that I don't think it's going to fail, which is like a big victory. Um, and they they're not doing that. They they built this other thing. So there's just like it's the beginning. That, that's what I think of it with the AirPods. It's the beginning, and there's gonna be. It's cool. It's a cool beginning. Um, but I you know the design is crazy to me. I I, I don't. I just think they look good. Um, and the the fact that the rest of the ecosystem doesn't get the benefit of the software update on the platform is. I I suspect it will change. I think there's going to be enough pressure on Apple to change. Just as, you know, the comparison to me is they opened up iMessage, they opened up Maps, they opened up Siri. They, you know, they're in this mode of letting other vendors into their platform at a deeper level. And you can buy a, you can go out and buy a pair of great headphones and like push the button on them and the screen will pop up and show you the battery life and they'll be automatically paired to all your devices. That's a net benefit to Apple platform customers. I don't know why they're going to be like, "You know what? We have to protect Beats," which is already the best-selling brand. I think I think they'll be fine, but we'll see. Huh. But overall, the like, AirPods are huh. cool. They, they're one of those Apple products where there's it, they have so little cuz they're not gadgety. There's no like buttons or settings. There's not much to say. It's like you take yeah, you, you put them in your ear. They work. Lauren sounds fine. Yeah. No no manual.
1: No man. No
2: man, no manual. You look at them and you're like <laughs> or it looks like dental floss. You open it. It's not dental floss. They're little earbuds. (laughs) One says says L, one says R, and then there's like a little LED light and it flashes a color that lets you know stuff.
0: What if it was dental floss though? That'd be incredible. Someone should make an AirPods. By the way, the AirPods accessories that we've been hitting on Circuit Breaker are hilarious. Like the (laughs) cords that wrap around your neck and like the, the loops that go around your ear to make them fit better as sport headphones. All of that is bonkers. I think I want ones that aren't white. If yeah, do you see the render of the black ones? Some guy made a render of black AirPods, and they look
1: wild. It's a pretty good idea.
2: That's yeah. a good idea.
1: I don't even know. Uh, to your point, Neilite, like I, I don't think your AirPods sound very good, so I don't think I want AirPods. But man, I want yeah. that wireless life. Yeah,
0: I, I'm, I'm going to end up buying Beats Solo Threes. I can, I can feel it coming. I don't want it to come, Dieter. That solves the plane problem because they have. A 3.5-millimeter right. jack and a
3: cable. Yeah, no, I, I use the, the Beats uh, on-air uh, headphones, and it solves a plain problem. But I don't know what the Solo 3s do. I oh, know, sorry, I have the Bose one. The Bose uses a 2.5 to 3.5, which is hilarious. Oh, my it's God. 2.5 on the headphones. Uh, uh, so like, hey, everything is terrible. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, um, so I'm going to take a quick break here. We're going to read an ad. We'll come back. we got to talk about the phone. we got to get deep in the phone. Uh, actually I actually want to talk about the watch just a little bit more because I think that what Lauren was talking about with the, um, the first model getting the upgrade is really interesting. We should talk about WatchOS 3 for just half a second. Um, but let me read this ad. This episode of the VergeCast is brought to you by Autodesk Graphic. If you're looking for a professional vector design app, you should take a look at Autodesk Graphic. Graphic is a full-featured app for making icons, illustrations, UI and UX design, everything else you'd expect in a professional vector design app. Open, edit, and save raster or vector images, layered Photoshop or Illustrator files, CSS, SVG, PDF, just about any other file format you can think of. You can open an AI file and export it to clean CSS code or web-ready SVG with just a few clicks. It's available on your Mac and your phone and even on your iPad, so you can design without compromise anywhere you go. This iPad app isn't a companion app for the desktop version. It's fully featured design software that pros use to hand-draw vector illustrations, create gorgeous logos, and mock-up websites on the fly. If you have an iPad Pro and Apple Pencil, it's the vector design app you've been looking for to make your iPad Pro the device you use for design work you normally leave to your desktop. This is the last 2D design app you'll ever need, and it's available for the price of a few decent stock photos. Visit graphic.com to learn more about Autodesk Graphic or check it out on the App Store. All right, so Lauren, real quick, I want to just wrap up the watch real fast and then go into the phone. I think the naming of the watch right now is a little confusing. So there's the Series 2, which is the new one, the Mm -hmm. Series 1, which is the old one with a new processor, Mm-hmm. What is the first one called? Apple I've Watch. I've heard people call it the Series Zero,
1: <laughs> which I don't think
0: is the official name. And also, that one was named like Apple Watch Sport, Apple Watch, Apple Watch Edition, and all that is like yeah. gone. Now think, they're just Apple Watch and Edition. Isn't it?
3: Is it a name? Let's pretend okay. it never happened. <laughs> 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 they, they, seriously, they blew Either. up the software. They Either. they put a new processor in it. Like, sorry, Lauren, you just Go gave
2: ahead. me an idea. No, you just gave me an idea. That's what we should name our new conference room in our new office. Let's
0: we're... pretend this didn't happen. <laughs> that's actually a great name for a conference room. It was
2: so great. No, I we're we're having
3: that. a we're having a competition to name like the six conference rooms that we have in our new San Francisco office, and we're all trying to come up with the best theme for the conference rooms.
2: Yeah, oh, that's I great. Well, if you have suggestions, LaCroix tweet them. Water names.
3: Oh
0: my god. Um, um,
2: is that how you say that? LaCroix, LaCroix, LaCroix? LaCroix? LaCroix. I don't even know. It's, I, I mean, believe it's in the case, they have some crazy flavors, so I suggested LaCroix. <laughs> I have to
0: say, let's pretend this didn't happen is maybe the best thing for
2: it's conference It's fantastic. Ever. Yeah, we're right. <laughs> Peter, We're going to submit <laughs> Anyway, that. But, so, um, but I'll say yeah, this. So, so I have zero. a
0: Series Zero, if that's what we're mm-hmm. going to call it. I'm not sold on that name. I updated it to WatchOS 3. It took hours and hours.
1: <laughs> the longest
0: <laughs> update process in years. Like At one point, my phone told me it would take 15 hours. Uh, and then it went to two hours, and then it took about two hours. It's great. It this watch is so much faster with OS three, and they cleared off all the junk. That like the dock of apps is great. I mean, like it's great. I'm, I again, I have to spend so much time figuring out what notifications come to the watch and what should go to my phone because I get so many that I have to do all of that. And so right now it's like mm-hmm. crazy town, but. It, I think it's it, they, it's such a substantially good update. I think it's the best update of the bunch of iOS 10, Sierra, tvOS, whatever. Uh, the watchOS 3 is the best update of the whole bunch, in my opinion.
2: I agree. I think it's really good. I think watchOS 2, they were obviously trying to address some of the speed issues, and they had um, moved some of the app logic from the phone over to the micro apps on the watch in the hopes that that would do the trick. But it turned out that like even just making that little incremental change with watchOS 2 wasn't enough. So they went and they sort of redid, not the whole UI, but a lot of the interactions that you have on the watch. And I don't know if you you agree with this, but it felt to me like with the first watch, they were really trying to push this idea of like, you can do stuff on this watch, like, you will want to look at your Instagram photos on the watch or you will want to request an Uber from the watch rather than just getting an Uber notification on the watch. And like, I think, you know, like I would get the New York times notifications and then you sort of get the headline and scroll down and it's this like wholly unsatisfying experience because you're not getting full content. And even if there is, you're not going to want to read the full content on this tiny display. So now it seems like it really is just, okay, here's, here's a doc for the apps you use the most. You're going to have a very limited amount of interaction like within those applications. And by the way, here are your notifications. And like that's great. It's sort of all you, all you, you want it for, plus the health and fitness. And then things like Apple Pay, which are baked into the functionality of the watch. Um, so it seems to me like it just, it just all makes more sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, it, yeah, that that's really what it comes down to. This thing makes sense now in a way that before when I put it on, I'd be like, I'm just going to fight it. I'm going to fight it the whole day that I have it on and try to figure out what's going on with it. So that, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to wrap up. Cause we, I, we hadn't really mentioned OS three and it, it's so good. Like it's good. And I, it, I think it speaks to something on Apple that they, they took it on the chin with that first watch. um, And then they just rebooted the entire, entire idea of the interface. Um, so that's good. Good on them. Have you, have All you right, tried
2: out any of the third party apps yet, by the way? like the new uh, watch 3 optimized ones
0: yeah i haven't really i need to do that yeah i mean like their watch apps they i don't know I, I i don't the one that i love the one watch app that i love it's so nerdy and so stupid but i have to two-factor into things so many times a day uh that having Authy, which is the two-factor cloud thing that i that dieter made me use basically um <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, having that way. on my wrist and i have it set so i just have to click the button and it shows me And shows me the account I want. Uh, That's amazing. And I know there's like one password does it and Android Wear Watches do it. But the Apple Watch was just not able to do it before. And now it does. And it's like, this is pretty great. This is legitimately a good reason to have this thing on my wrist all the time. That Um, is such a good
2: idea. I'm adding that right now.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I mean, there's Uh, better, like there's cooler apps out there. But that's the one where it's, I have this idea that no wearable can be successful unless it's useful all the time. And, you know, like. You wear a watch as jewelry, so it's, like, useful. People understand what's on your wrist. And then to be able to make it more and more useful, I think, is important. And I don't think Apple really had that killer app outside of fitness before, and then so they've leaned into that. Anyhow, let's talk about the phone. Um, so I reviewed the phone, um, and I wrote 4,500 words, and then John Gruber picked out all of the times I said the word headphone, uh, in the review, <laughs> which is fine, uh, and I like John. And I get the point that he's making because he. I think the word "headphones" was in his review uh, zero times because he's bought in, right? He's like, he's going to do what Apple says, and he's going to move on, and that's his his thing. Um, and like, I, I'm happy to have that argument, um, but I think this device is really transitional, and I think Apple knows it's transitional and. You know, in the process of reviewing, you go and fact check and you try to do as much reporting as you can. And they, you know, I talked to them a lot about what transitions they were trying to make. And they they're really aware that they have to sell the reason for the headphone jack going away. And they said to me, look, the leaks helped us and hurt us. Everyone knew it was going away, but we hadn't been able to make our case. And so their presentation, their conversations with me were a lot about making the case. Honestly, I hadn't really thought about this before at any great length. And if you're a listener to this show, I encourage you to think about it because I think it might be surprising. We have basically given up on wired speaker systems. Like I don't use—I have a huge stereo at my house. Um, It's like a big Pioneer receiver and big speakers, and it runs the home theater, and the home theater sounds great. But I have not thought about physically plugging in a phone to that thing in years. And I used to physically plug a phone into it all the time or an iPod into it all the time uh, or I'd plug it into a dock or something. Now that one has AirPlay and it has a, uh, Apple TV with AirPlay, but I don't even use AirPlay anymore. Apple is like kind of abandoned AirPlay and it, it's less competitive than it used to be. I use my Echo and I yell at it. I use my Amazon Tap and I yell at it. Um, we have like boom speakers, which I use over Bluetooth. Um, my car, I run the audio over Bluetooth. Um, we have Sonos, like everything, I have wireless speakers everywhere. And that I think that transition has been well and made, which I think I hadn't really thought about before. But then all of my headphones are still wired and I prefer the way they sound and they're more convenient. I don't have to charge batteries. And so, you know, like Dieter was saying, like the Bose ones, you can get the cord for the edge cases. The A lot of the big cans, you have the cord for the edge cases. So it's like, okay, I get it. I'll, I'll buy that this transition can be made because we kind of silently already made it. But I don't think the value of the other parts of the phone actually make up for living through the transition. I think once, it, once all the transitions are made, the overall value will be very high. But the dual cameras in the, in the 7 Plus, they only have the zoom feature. They don't have the depth feature yet. It's not clear if they're going to do all the other crazy shit you can do with dual cameras. The ecosystem of adapters and cables and stuff you need to like charge the phone and listen at the same time aren't there. Um, The iOS 10, we're opening it up to the world. You get that experience if you have an iOS 10 phone anyway, so you can like experience that without having to get a new phone. There's just a lot of unproven platform bets in this phone that spending money on it right this second, you're not going to actually see the value over a 6S for another minute. And that's just kind of my general takeaway. And I, you know, Walt did his review too, and he and I were talking and he, Walt and I are obviously very different writers and reviewers and we took wildly different paths and we sort of arrived at the same conclusion, which I thought was interesting.
3: So when you say that, you know, there's just a lot of bets that are being made here that you don't have, you're not going to get the value out of it, out of them, you know, the day one or day 30 until the ecosystems build out. Are you, do you have a sense of whether these bets that these ecosystems are going to exist are going to work? Like, especially with so the there's two ways thing, to think about it. In general, it, it seems to me like everybody's just assuming that Apple can make ecosystems happen just because it wants to, and they've got a pretty good track record. Um, but like, are, are they? Do you think they're going to be able to do it again?
0: Right. So I think there's there's two there's two ways to think about it, and I didn't like get deep into it because I don't know which one's right at all. So I, I didn't even feel like comfortable laying it out. But I'll do it here Um, because we can argue about it. Uh, So one is like Apple is really good at USB transitions, right? They dropped all their old legacy interfaces and put USB on the Mac and the USB ecosystem exploded. They dropped all the old USB connectors from the MacBook and put out USB-C. Now there's a bunch of USB-C adapters in the world. It happened. They're good at it. It's done and done. And like we can see the train coming and things are rolling. They dropped 30 pin for lightning and now there's a lightning ecosystem. Fine. Uh, But on the other hand last year they put 3D touch in the phone and 3D touch is like a useless gimmick that nobody uses. And like, some people are going to tweet at me like, I use it all the time. I'm constantly previewing links, but it is so far from a core piece of the interface experience that it's like, whatever you put right click on the phone. And most people don't like like the reason you didn't have right click on the Mac for years is because it's hard to use and most people don't find it. So which one is it in which of these bets, you know, like, it's going to take a minute. Maybe the hardware ecosystem will develop, but aren't you better off buying into a phone that needs to participate in this hardware ecosystem a year from now when it's built out? And on the flip side, it's, well, iMessage stickers are really fun, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of them already. So, like, you've you got to balance it all out. Oh, Dieter, I'm coming for you. Man.
2: Guys, <laughs> the battery on my right AirPod just died. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm only hearing you in my left ear. Wait, did it's you put it back on like, the dental kind floss? Of like wearing a jawbone. No, should I? <laughs> Wait, can, huh? he,
3: can you do them one by one? Can you like charge one and use the other and then yeah. flip them? <laughs> chain them? Yeah, yeah
2: everyone wants I'm, to know if you can what
1: do, what do this. So she, you can be do a it. chain listener. So, um, this huh. okay, is, I'm sorry to interrupt. This is slightly. Uh, so, Neela, I was surprised that you were almost relatively positive about the headphone situation. Mm-hmm. That was my impression from the review. Because and, and I realize the way you're saying this is it makes sense why I was excited about it, because I enjoy living through transitions. Yeah. Like, I enjoy, like, man, I was there when we made all these switches, and it was crazy, you know? I didn't know where mm-hmm. to put my floppy disks. Like, I had so many <laughs> floppy disks, and like I had to buy a USB-C, yeah. a U, not USB-C, USB floppy drive from Mac Mall yeah. or whatever.
2: Well, I just think what Neil, I like. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what I'm getting from what you're saying and from your review is this idea, like at a very high level, that headphones for a long time were democratic. I mean, what it came down to was how they fit in your ears, like your personal preferences, your price range, and by the way, how good they are. Like any Mm -hmm. company could come out of the blue. Like 2006, Jaybird starts, and they're like, "We're going to do wireless Bluetooth headphones," and eventually we're going to make them really good. Right. Or a company like Bose is like, Hey, we're going to make some of the best headphones you can buy and we can charge $300 for them. Or like, in some cases you could get like pilot headphones that are like $900. I mean, yeah. you know, you can really like run the range. And, but it was a, it's a democratic thing. And this essentially undemocratizes that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the issue. Like I don't, Bluetooth is not a good experience for most people. And you know, we played the game where we went into our review closet and paired every Bluetooth speaker we could find to uh, the iPhone seven. And then we just like looked at that screen and we're like, this is a mess. Like it's not everybody has 90 Bluetooth devices, but if you're going to be in a totally wireless world, you might have a bunch. Um, You might have a Sonos and to use a Sonos, you got to use another app. You got to either use the Sonos app right now, or they're rolling it out to Spotify or whatever. And iOS as a platform doesn't know you're doing that, so you're playing music through Spotify through your Sonos, and then you like open YouTube, and now you're like, now everything's crazy, and YouTube is never going to come out of your Sonos. Why? I mean, like I, mm-hmm. those, those are—it's just like little—it's all—they're they're little edge cases, but they actually crop up right when you don't want them to, and they are terrible. Right? Like if you're going to spend money on a bunch of Sonos speakers, maybe you want to play your Apple Music um, through them without having to like leap into the Sonos app, but Apple and Sonos haven't made the deal to let Apple music control the Sonos. Like that wasn't a problem when we just plugged the things in. Uh, so now it's like Dieter always talks about this. Like, do we want the market to be regulated by competition or by deals that we don't have any transparency into?
1: Yeah. Google cast air slash airplay scare me for those reasons too.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it's fine. I mean, look, it's fine. And I think Paul, what you're saying is like, you're surprised at how relatively positive I was. I was too because I hadn't realized that I completely stopped listening to all speakers with wires. And I think like, it's interesting
1: that all the ones that you listed are not battery powered. No,
2: I mean no, they Bluetooth still have wires. I mean, they have AC. They yeah. require AC power. So you're, you're, I mean, you're I've got a I've got a, but you're not,
3: yeah. Yeah, I've got a Bluetooth speaker at home, and uh, I if, now when I want to use it with my iPhone, I manually pair it, and when I'm done, I unpair it because otherwise, every time I come home it starts sending sound to this Bluetooth speaker and I can't get it to stop. It just like says, okay, I'm going to use it. And like, I don't want it to go to that. I only want to go to that speaker when I actually want it to go to that speaker. Um, It's, it's just like a little bit frustrating that it's so fiddly, like interacting with all these things. Um, You can, by the way, 3d touch directly into Bluetooth now. So there's that um and <laughs> finally then as, far as like, like force us to use 3d yeah. touch as far as the proprietary stuff goes uh i've I, you know neil has actually been talking a little bit lately about how it's weird how we haven't seen much innovation in airplay for a while um and i would actually be okay with apple like Trying to innovate on that, even if it's proprietary, uh, because at least it would be a step forward into like a more coherent control system for audio devices. Uh, The problem with Google Cast, by the way, isn't that it's proprietary because it's actually not. Anybody can make anything on the cast standard. I think TiVo did it. A bunch of other devices you can just cast to. You don't need Google's permission. It's just that uh, casting is still kind of buggy. And it also is really, really garbage for direct audio it only works from streaming off the internet which of course leads to like the last point that like we need a higher bandwidth local networking solution that's better and stronger than Bluetooth but is also better than one to one communication than Wi-Fi currently is uh, which apparently the next version of Bluetooth uh, is hopefully (laughs) going to be able to do so once again I just want to tell you all that Bluetooth will be better next year (laughs)
2: yeah bluetooth 5 isn't it expected to come out sometime well it's supposed to come out early next year yeah
3: but like
0: here's the question will apple support it right like they're fine they have bluetooth 4 they've built w1 they can be like look bluetooth is the underlying protocol and the best experience is on our proprietary headphones like that's how you go from embrace to extend to extinguish is by saying you know we're just we're fine
1: like we're going off in our own direction And forking a wireless standard is terrifying to me because, at least with plugs, it's like, oh man, I got the wrong plug. Because, look, see, when I try (laughs) to plug it in, can't. (laughs) The wireless is like, well, I don't know. No, I was using, um, when we
0: were editing the video or shooting the video in the studio for the iPhone, I was like, man, it's quiet in here, we need some music. So I ran upstairs, uh, to the reviews closet, which Dieter, I'm sorry to say, I've been treating like my own personal toy store these past couple days. Um, Shocked, uh, and I grabbed. I was like, you know what? We got We got to do it right. And I grabbed the Beats speaker, the pill, like the full size one, and I brought it downstairs. And it wasn't charged. And I just sat there like an idiot for five minutes trying to figure out why the micro USB plug I had wouldn't get into it. And I was like, oh, it's oh, it's lightning. And like it was just <laughs> the saddest thing. Because there's, you're not very used to anything but an iPhone taking lightning, and I'm just sitting there like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I tried like three cables, it was the worst. I didn't tell anybody until now, and now I told everybody,
2: and that's <laughs> going to be bad for me. Neil I, that sad, sad story. Um, yeah. And Andrew, maybe afterwards you can put like the sound of the little violence in it. Um, no, I really though I, I, I truly enjoy your anecdotes. I think like. They are such a good uh, picture into like what is I don't know how people are actually and using how technology. boring my life is. What did you do last night? <laughs> no, I, I paired mean, a bunch of juice you...
0: speakers to my phone.
2: <laughs> if your life is boring, <laughs> then all of us have really boring lives. Uh, but um, I have to go. So, go be free. I'm sorry, hey, wait, you wait. Lauren. You've no? had
0: you had the phones along with the watch. Give me give me thirty seconds review, lightning review of the phones.
2: Okay, camera is great headphone jack is not as bad as i thought it was going to be so far and i am still not used to the home button and this is an ios 10 thing specifically i am i have swiped to unlock my phone about 1113 times still yeah
0: that that's gonna take a minute
2: uh so that's my 30 second review all
0: right lauren thank you for being on bye guys that's a good time to read an ad I'd like to thank our friends at Wealthfront for sponsoring today's Vergecast. They're a financial advisor that can help you invest your hard-earned dollars. They combine financial experts with Silicon Valley engineers, and they've built a modern financial services company that helps tailor plans specifically to you, making it easy to reach your financial goals. Wealthfront has low fees and no trading commissions. It's financial advice at a fraction of the cost of a traditional advisor, all online. If you sign up using our URL, you get your first $15,000 managed for free. It's a great opportunity. You get the help you need to get where you want to be. You work hard for your money, and it should work for you. So go to Wealthfront.com slash VergeCast. That's Wealthfront.com slash VergeCast. All right, Paul, we're back.
1: What time is it, buddy? It's time for a special segment that I like to do every week called Costco Cool. Oh, my God. No. Right. I mean, yes. And I, realize, yes. <laughs> I realize I'm not very good at saying Costco. How do you – try to say Costco. 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 So you just don't right. say the T. Costco's getting a free it's, one It's, here, impl- it's
3: in, implied.
1: Costco cool. I, I like to say Sam's Club swag. Sam's <laughs> <Sims. laughs> – okay. Okay. So here uh, – and, and we mentioned this earlier, uh, the Echo Dot. Yes. Right? Okay, but here's the thing. So there's a new Echo Dot. It's fifty bucks. That's great. It's um, it's great, and everybody loves Echo Dot. And I'm actually really thinking about getting one of these because um, I don't want a tall cylinder to play music through, but I do want Alexa. So they're fifty dollars. But the cool thing is that they come in packs. You can get them in multi packs, like a Costco. Uh, so Wiki if you pass. buy if you buy five dots for fifty dollars a piece. You get one free. If you buy ten, you get two free. <laughs> and a six pack is two hundred fifty dollars, and a twelve pack is five hundred dollars. So that's what you need. So I just really and I love this picture that is literally a twelve pack. It's like a takeaway for like for like takeout food, but it's I just don't understand why like they're crocodiles. all then individually packaged. But like I bet how bet Each one says not for individual resale. Just like every Kirkland <laughs> I mean, they, product. They did
3: this with their their like cheap fifty dollar fire tablets last year. Oh, that's right. So that Amazon just loves making six packs.
1: Yeah, it's Costco cool. <laughs>
0: um, we should talk about the dot because you know they, they, it went away for a while and people thought it just didn't work. It was it was sold out. It was sold out in Amazon parlance. Uh, no one ever knows how much they sell. By the way, Apple did the same thing. They announced last night they were sold out of iPhones without releasing any numbers. So maybe they made five. Who knows? Um, they probably made more than that. But it's like the joke with Amazon is they never tell you how many and, and Apple's doing the same thing. Either way, the interesting thing to me is it's called echo Echo spatial something? Perception. ESP. Echo spatial perception. That's mm-hmm. what it is. ESP. So now you get a bunch of echoes in your house. And if you talk, you say Alexa, only the one closest to you will light up. Which is, it's like, that's the step to having the intelligence in your house everywhere. That's the step to Hal or whatever. Uh, I'm very excited to try that out.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm guessing you could do more more intelligence based on that. Because if you had one in each room, it's like, if you say, turn the lights on in here, turn them off elsewhere. I would love to use the word elsewhere in a conversation with Alexa. And it knows where you are, so it... (laughs) turns the lights on where you are and turns them off in the other parts of the house that'd be cool that really is a dream i I remember i read this when i was a kid it's like bill gates's house has this thing when you walk through the house it tracks where your body is and it changes the temperature like we're we're pretty close to that
0: yeah i mean as regular pores right like Amazon is going to be able to know where you are in your house by like listening to you breathing from room to room. <laughs> but, <laughs> but so far, yeah. I mean, look, they had a great product placement, Mr. Robot, which meant the, the Echo and Mr. Robot didn't get hacked. So if, you know, maybe they'll just product place their way into the rest of the hacking in real life. Okay. Uh, so a couple other bits and bobs just to wrap up. The TVOS also came out but didn't have the single sign-on feature that uh, I was so excited about that made TVOS, like, interesting. So there's, like... Series a little bit better. There's a dark theme now. But the real update to tvOS was you just had to sign in your cable provider once and it would like figure out all the apps you were authenticated to and you wouldn't have to like sign into them over and over again. That's not out. And Apple just hired uh, Peter Stern from Time Warner Cable to come do cloud services. So Apple and TV continues to be. The dream that will never come true, as far as I can tell. But they have a new guy, so maybe the new guy will do something
1: good. I
3: have a th- I have a theory. I think yeah. that the reason they haven't put the single the cable single sign on thing in yet is they are still working out the quiz that is going to happen when you punch in your cable credentials. That's going to verify your age and determine whether or not. You are your parents. They're like, are you really <laughs> the subscriber for this? Yeah. Or is this your mom's? Yeah, Who exactly. was, you know, the vice
1: president in 1954? <laughs> oh, that's
3: right. You're not. I
1: I'd identify this object and it's like an old-fashioned telephone. Wait, hold on. the
0: like, vice president in 1954?
1: Do you know how to use a rotary dial? Yeah. Do you know what a rotary dial is?
0: Oh, uh, The vice president in Old Tricky Dick Nixon, and that's the answer. Yeah. You just have to yell Tricky Dick Nixon. It's <laughs> <silly>. <laughs> okay, so the, the reason I brought that up is uh, we didn't talk a lot about the cameras on the phone. The cameras are a little bit nicer. You can go look at the photo comparisons. They're brighter. They're, I, I love that the front-facing camera is 7 megapixels, although I don't know why they didn't just make it 8 because then it would have been the same as the old back cameras, and that would have been a big move. Um, but whatever, it's seven. It's much nicer. It's brighter back camera, uh, faster lens, one point eight. It's better. But the dual camera, the feature isn't shipping, and the TVOS feature isn't shipping. There's like there's kind of this a- AirPods aren't shipping. There's kind of this thing with ha- Apple right now where like a bunch of stuff just didn't hit the deadline. So I I, don't know, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Second, we ran the story today. Uh, Apple now surveying people about headphone use on MacBook Pros. I will say, <sighs> fine. You're gonna you're gonna take the thing away from the phone. It's a wireless world we're out there. The comment reaction to taking away the headphones on laptops universally negative. Not one comment on our site that was like, "Yeah, this is a good idea. It's a wireless world." I think that one's gonna be a little bit harder for them.
1: It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to say that we've put a point zero five percent. Larger battery in because we, I don't know the exact math on that, but I think I'm pretty close. But no, but like the deal with the
3: phone is like you do other things with that lightning port. You charge from it. You can plug in headphones to it. You can, I don't know, plug in uh, USB adapters or SD card readers or other, you know, other crap can go into that lightning port, at least in theory, even if nobody does it. But it, what What's the other crap that you'd want to do with a lightning port on a laptop? Charge it?
1: Yeah. Maybe? You could yeah. ch- finally charge your um, iPad Pro Pencil.
0: Yeah, that's what you want. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but like all, all the stuff that you'd want
3: to do, you can just do with USB or USB-C.
0: Yeah. I have to say, I'm like, Dieter, I have your old MacBook, which I've like just come to adore. Um, even though I don't know what you did to the battery. Uh, because it it's not very good. It's it's slow and underpowered, but it's so small and like great. And traveling with that anchor adapter that has a USB C and four regular USB, I the, yeah. like this is the future. Like this is the thing I've always wanted. Like I'm gonna throw one brick in my bag and a handful of cables to charge stuff, and it's gonna be fine. And it's great. So like, I'm 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 very happy with USB C. But man, if, if you have to use USB C headphones on a Mac and Lightning headphones on a fo- on a phone. That's that's like the nightmare scenario. And maybe Apple will just ship another dongle. Okay. Uh last one, this is all Apple lightning round. The Mac Pro is now over a thousand days old, which is crazy to me. Do you think we're gonna do you think Macs are coming this year?
1: I, I God, I, they better. I, there's so many sad sadnesses. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. So the, the NVIDIA's graphics cards are out and they're great and they're putting them in laptops. They would be wonderful for a MacBook Pro, but maybe a little bigger than Apple typically wants to get. So there's not really the fancy new graphics card for a MacBook Pro. The, also, Apple likes to use AMD typically. So, so that's a problem because AMD isn't showing up. Intel still hasn't come out with the MacBook Pro version of the new KB Lake generation. So like there isn't a monumental leap for Apple to leap to. They could redesign the case with relatively similar internals. um, But if they want to have like some huge spec bump, I don't feel like the components are there right now. Yeah. As far as what I've seen, which is sad and, and, and I really would love for there to be new Apple computers. Today's episode was also brought to you by Autodesk. Autodesk Graphic is the specific product that's sponsoring today's show. It's not just the whole company, but Autodesk Graphic is a full-featured app for making icons, illustrations, UI and UX, or anything else you'd need out of a professional vector design app. Don't go consumer when it comes to vectors. Go professional. It's available on your Mac, phone, and iPad, so you can design without compromise on the go. It's the vector design app you've been waiting for for your iPad Pro and Apple Pencil. Visit graphic.com to learn more about Autodesk Graphic or find it in the App Store.
0: I mean, I would just take a computer with a graphics card that didn't flicker out or a battery that worked because those are my two choices right now of laptops. Um, But, you know, small, small demands. I think that's it. Um, We've gone a little bit over. It's been a great show. Uh, I've got to say, I'm going to do it again. I know this is all Apple. A bunch of other stuff happened on the site this week. Go look at it. Jordan Golson drove the Chevy Bolt, which is GM's electric car that actually came out before the Tesla Model 3. It kind of looks like a nuclear shoe or one of the Transformers that you know is gonna <laughs> die. Um, so it's not like a beautiful thing, but it's it's an important car. So like go read that, like just stuff all over the site. Just a great week on the verge. Uh we were dominated by Apple reviews, so that's the show this week, but. Go check out the site. Uh, also, we have tons of other podcasts. Sorry to say, Verge ESP is uh, over. Uh, Emily has decided to leave the media industry, achieving everyone's long standing dream. Um, but uh, so she's, Emily has gone from the Verge. We thank her for her time. It's been a great two years with her. ESP is over. We're going to come back with a bigger, better science show sometime down the line. But there's other stuff to listen to. Chris Plant does What's Tech, which is amazing. Lauren Good, who is on the show today, does uh, Too Embarrassed to Ask. Uh, and then, uh, on the recode side, Peter Kafka does recode media, which is one of my favorite shows and care switcher does recode decode. So tons of stuff to listen to, listen to everything, go to iTunes, uh, you know, do whatever it is that you do in iTunes and then give us five stars everywhere. Or go to, uh, iTunes.com slash verge and find all our shows. Um, you can also hit us up on Twitter. I'm reckless. Paul's future, Paul Dieter is backlon, on Lauren. Good. Lauren good. Is that it? Is there anything else? Oh yeah. Scissor vodka cut through the night. Paul
3: rocks catch.
1: Thunder Before Lightning.